Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yes, you're very welcome back to the Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102. And we are continuing with our Eurovision buzz because obviously tonight is Eurovision night. Just in a weirder, quieter, less flashy version, I suppose, uh, than ever before. As we all know, the competition has been cancelled. Like many other things, it's COVID and the pandemic and everything breaking out. um, And so Eurovision will not take place because of the COVID breakout. Um, but some stuff going on there's still going to be loads in RTE today um, tonight so you have to make sure you watch it's going to the BBC you'll have it as well and there'll be loads of stuff on social media so you'll have to get involved um, it's a was going to be a very big year for the Irish entry Leslie Roy and she is live on the phone from New York this morning how are you? I am well I'm well I'm enjoying this uh, like you said alternate universe Eurovision week <laughs> It must be so weird for you because, like, it's weird for any Eurovision fan, but you were meant to be representing Ireland tonight in Rotterdam. 
Yeah, I mean, we had, uh, you know, high hopes for really kind of changing the course of where Ireland has been, um, you know, coming or doing in the Eurovision. So it was it was a definite, like, it was such a kick when we got the phone call that it was all cancelled after the momentum that we had started. Yeah, because I, I, being honest, I was saying to Paul Harrington earlier, um, you know, that your song was the first song I, I in years that kind of I liked away from Eurovision if you get me like you know what I mean for the Irish entries like I actually thank you I could hear I could put this on my Spotify you know that kind of way and I also felt that it was Eurovision-y in the same sense it still had the pop flashy upbeat stuff that with lots of colour thank you yeah no and I mean that's really like the main reason like the, the whole like where this kind of has like sprung from was that I knew that this song was catchy as hell and that also it would transition over to the Eurovision stage because just as a fan or an, and like a professional songwriter from watching the Eurovision over the past you know, few years, that's what I think you know, is an issue for, for any country that's had problems, right? So I think sometimes we can send great songs. We had some great songs. It's just sometimes what works on radio, what will go top 10 on Irish or English radio won't typically work on a Eurovision stage because we have such a short space of time to really kind of make a splash. So once I had had Story of My Life for a little while and lived with it and was thinking about doing the Eurovision at the same time, I thought that the world kind of came together and everything started to align. And then once Michael Keeley and RTE hired This Is Pop Baby, I really thought like we were on such a good buzz to do well on the night. That's what I want for Ireland for the next few years. I want us to get us on the right side of the scoreboard. Yeah, even if we don't win, it's a case of yeah, it's not that like that we're just going, oh, I hope we just get through the the yep. first rounds. Let's get actually be a regular fixture on the top 12 even. Exactly. That is that's my goal anyway. If I have like a long-term push for the Eurovision, that's what I want to see happen for Ireland again. We need to have people just talking and enjoying our songs again and getting us in that hype um, before we even think about going back to the winning days. We got we to gotta make a more, you know, controversy around our songs first. Yeah, I think the the songs that won for us in the past were perfect for those times um, in the ballads yeah. and all that, but they just don't work in 2020 slash 21 now when the competition comes back. You know, the likes of um, uh, All Kinds of Everything wouldn't win now. No, I, and I completely agree. It's a fantastic song. Like, and the Eurovision changes like every year as it is. So we're kind of in this snowball to keep up with how exciting some countries make their three minutes on the night. So we have to, at the very least, have a song that is completely catchy from like second one to the end of the three-minute piece. So we, we have to kind of approach it a little bit differently other than just a nice kind of mid-tempo song that does great on Irish radio. Yeah, and that was your hope with Story of My Life, obviously. And then it must have yeah. been devastating because you'd only just done the Late Late Show. I think that your Late Late Show was one of the last ones that was recorded, you know, with an audience. Yeah. And then, so that's getting the momentum going and everything starts kicking in from there. And then suddenly it's like, actually, there's a weird pandemic on the way. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And like, I was like slightly upset with the Eurovision, the, the Late Late Show performance in itself because of the in-ear issues that I had. But that was yeah, one of the last shows with the with an actual audience in it. 
and we had been watching the news for a couple of weeks because, as you remember, like things were starting to really kind of pick up the pace with like schools being closed, the Olympics was cancelled, um, so we were watching it, but we're, I think we were just like naively, there's alarm clocks going off, we were naively hoping that a different version of the show would still go ahead, but yeah, it was such a, it was it was very upsetting when we got that call. And you know, I know there's going to be some format going ahead tonight. Um, what is what exactly is going to be happening? Like we see that the the mention of some contestants will be there. Is it a case of everybody gets to sing? Highlight uh, all forty one artists by playing. I think it's about. Uh, 30 seconds of everybody's music video so they will show some of story my life um, and then also what we all did as well was we pre-recorded um, the Katrina and the Wave song uh, from the 90s Love Shine a Light which is the title of the show um, so they kind of I think they've chopped all of all of us together and made it into a kind of a compilation video I think there's going to be Duncan Lawrence who won it last year and some other kind of surprise guests as well so at least there's something for the Eurovision fans to kind of watch at the end of this Eurovision week and kind of get together with the family and still enjoy music which is really the whole point of the Eurovision yeah and especially these times you know it did come together originally it was to bring countries together after the war you know 60 odd years ago and now in these these weird days we can't physically be with most people like we'd you know Eurovision parties or if you're able to go over to Rotterdam but you can still enjoy a bit of crack and like sure you can fall down a YouTube hole afterwards of watching all the different contestants that had planned to be there as well. Completely. Um, you, can, you really, if you can get together with your family that you know you've been quarantining with and still enjoy the music, I think that at least you know honors the countries and that the artists and the teams that we all put put some work behind all these songs. So I think it's great that they're doing some kind of show, and I'm just now like hopeful, really hopeful. I'm going to start working basically on Sunday and um, tomorrow once once the show is over on what the next song would be that I can pitch and present to RTE so that the, myself and the team can like go again next year and finish what we've started. Cause, yeah, because someone said to me during the week, oh, sure, could they not just, could Leslie not just sing the same song again? But you can't do that because the song has already been presented and picked for yeah. 2020. You have to come up with something completely all over again. Yeah, so they've held true to like a, a long-standing rule that the Eurovision has had where you can't, uh, carry, you, you can't it's enter a song that has been previously released the year before so they've just kind of taken that rule and carried it for every single artist so the country can if they want send the same singer they just cannot send the same song and I, I totally understand that I was never upset or like annoyed by that fact and um, once the show was cancelled it was I figured story of my life was done so now it's just uh, it's planning who to work with the Swedish bunch of Swedish producers who have already called and they want to set up some sessions so I'll look into Stockholm obviously Dublin and then heading to Nashville as well to start working on some ideas but sure I, I kind of think it's probably bad for all the, for the better anyway that you know you're not playing it you know this time next year because by then you'd be so sick of it like you'd be like look I've sang this song for 18 months now and people would know it as well so it wouldn't feel fresh Oh, I, I completely agree. No, I'm excited. I'm actually, I'm like, I was sad for starting my life, but I'm putting that to bed. But I'm excited now to actually, like, I kind of get like a, a double opportunity. Now I've kind of 
you know, people have gotten to know me a little bit better in the Irish um, press and they've gotten to see acoustic performances, they've gotten to see different versions of live performance. So I've really tried to like pour my heart out and show them um, so many different ways that this song could have worked and what, you know, Philly and I were going to do something spectacular on the night. So in the hope of all of that, now that people know me, I think I, I want to show them now a new, even better song that's a bit more modern. I can give them even more of what they've asked for. Um, and I kind of even know more now what the Eurovision is about. So even though I was a fan before, I've really dug into the kind of statistics and the, the kind of the theories behind a lot of things that really work. I think that's uh, it's really helpful that you're a fan be- that you want to do it because every year the singer that comes out and says, oh, I'm a big fan of Eurovision. I know Neve Kavanagh and I know Johnny Logan and that like we all know them, you know, even if you're not a fan, you know yeah. them. It's to actually realise that when you're watching it with your mates, you know, it lets out in the normal time when you're having a Eurovision party and, you know, you're watching your friend is like, oh, they've got 12 points because of this, this and this. And you're like, oh, OK, so you like the fact that they have let's say, the costume or the, the dance that they go with it or whatever, and to actually use that to help you to get a better song. Yeah, completely. And as well as that, like, I've taken, um, you know, all of the things that people loved about Story in My Life, and I also took the notes on what people didn't like and what didn't go down well, in particular for the Irish, um, the Irish fans and the Irish public, because, you know, obviously some countries who want Spain to win are going to be like, we hate Ireland songs. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. So I really, I really, uh, not to single out Spain, don't say that in Spain, but um, I really did listen to what Ireland thought about everything. And I made note of that and like took my ego out of it because it's not that I'm like releasing an EP or an album of what I want to show and what I think is great just as a regular artist or singer-songwriter. I am representing like a pocket of people, a group of people and a group of people who are um, very proud of what we've done in the past mm. for our country. And I like I take that fairly serious. So I want to take on board what they like in music and what they don't like, you know? Yeah. And if you're going to be the eighth person to take, you know, Eurovision back to Ireland, you want to be with a song that you can stand over and be like, I really like I did my best with this and I really worked with it and something that you're proud of as well. Completely. And I think um, over these past few weeks with doing the online shows, I feel like I've gotten to know the Irish people a lot better and, and them me. And I think they there's a fair amount of trust and like respect now that I can come back and give them an even bigger banger. Well, I'm very excited for it. We're going to play Story of My Life now to end the show, but we are. I'm very excited to see what you're going to be doing next year when we can actually go and enjoy the Eurovision <laughs> like it's meant to be enjoyed <laughs> yeah, till then so. Leslie um, is there, are you going to be doing any of your own music like if people follow you on, on uh, social media and stuff like that are you going to be doing anything away from Eurovision yeah so yeah um, um, right after the Shine Light show if people come on I'm going to have a, a Facebook live link and I'm actually going to do kind of a just continue on the Eurovision night uh, the a Eurovision like remix DJ set here in the apartment going to do a little party but I'm also going to play a new song um, on that little remix show so they can check out a nice summer fun banger song that'll keep everybody uplifted until the next Eurovision song is written and that's on your Facebook page that's Leslie Roy yeah that's it
Well, we'll have to make sure that you go and follow there after Shine Light is finished tonight because everyone will be on a real Eurovision buzz and won't be able to go out and do anything with it. So you'll have to just go on the computer, turn on Facebook and do that. Leslie, stay safe in New York and look after yourself. And we're very uh, much looking forward to when we can get you back to Ireland and you can start the start the whole thing all over again. All right, me too. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you. And now we're going to end the show tonight, or tonight, you hear me? Today even. I'm already ahead at Eurovision. We're going to end the show this morning with our Leslie Roy song there. Um, It's called Story of My Life. It would have been our Eurovision entry and you'll hear a snip of it tonight on Shine Light. Have a great weekend and look after yourselves and stay safe. Bye-bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.